Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Relentless Daring on podbean.com. Welcome back to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring on podbean.com and the Podbean app, or wherever you're listening to on demand, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Pandora, all the places, all the places, or relentlessdaring.com slash podcasting check episodes out there too. Uh, before I get started, I would just like to say this. This show is sponsored by the one, the only, the Built Bar. They are some of the finest tasting protein bars on the market. And I don't say that because they're paying me. I say it because it's freaking true. Uh, tonight I had the double chocolate. Mm, not bad. Not bad. Not one of my favorites, but it's not bad. It's definitely uh, worth checking out. And also, I just got this update launching on October 27th. Built Bites will be will be coming out. These are mini Built Bars that are yay delicious. Um, uh, Built Bites will launch on Tuesday, October 27th with all 18 flavors, plus pumpkin chocolate chip cookie, strawberry, and the Built Bites exclusive flavor, Mocha Love. Made with real coffee. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to like order 17 boxes of these things because they sound amazing. Uh, during the during the promotion from the 27th through the 31st, uh, customers will receive 10% off the site plus an additional 10% when you use the code Relentless to uh, to order your built bites or regular built bars. And any order over twenty dollars, you will receive two two. Caramel apple built bars that are made with real apples. Nothing fake there. I go to builtbar.com slash, or well, I don't have a slash URL yet, but go to builtbar.com, use promo code relentless, save 10%. And again, you save an extra 10% whenever you buy them during the promo period. And I will make sure that I have the link to that in the show notes. So check it out, builtbar.com. So now that I'm on with the actual sound, actual show everyone in the chat room is thrilled to see that there is actually sound going live this week i didn't have to do anything crazy like completely restart the show and oh last week was an absolute mess and i would just like to say that i am happy to announce we are covid free at the relentless daring home uh my wife she tested positive for the rona but two Sundays ago. And so 14 days from when she started showing symptoms, we were in lockdown. Couldn't go anywhere. I was home educating the kids. And I got so fed up with common core math. My children got a, got an object lesson on who Sam Kennison was because there was lots of high pitched screeching about how stupid Common Core is. My wife, she teaches special ed at, in, at a high school, and she has kids with delays. And so they're, so some of the stuff they're doing is that basic Common Core stuff where she's like, uh, the way they want you to do this is really dumb. She has actually conferred with the high school math teachers who have said, no, 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 no. Don't teach that garbage. Teach the old fashioned way because it makes sense. So, again, holy craziness, Batman. So glad to be back. And with all the election stuff going on, uh, one thing that I've noticed that people are worried about is the mail system. There are the, There's a post office that says, oh, you know, the Postal Service is fine. 
not going to be any problems whatsoever. You have Democrats saying the Postal Service is fine. Then they turn around and say Donald Trump is trying to gut the Postal Service to screw with the election. Well, let me just be the first to say I'm not too concerned about Donald Trump being the one who is screwing with the Postal Service. I think they're doing it to themselves. And here's why I say that. Back towards end in September, I ordered a couple of masks from my own merch shop. Uh, they're wonderful, wonderful masks. I have one that says Virtue Signal, which I wore into a store yesterday that requires all customers to have a mask. I got some funny looks from the employees, and there were customers who I could see them kind of chuckling under their breath as they read my mask. It was great. But anyways, I ordered them. You know, I said the virtue signal, and I have this one right here. As you can see, it is 99% ineffective. Get yours at relentlessdaring.com slash shop today. Everything goes keeping the show on the air. But I ordered these back in September, and I'm I'm giving the print company a little leeway here because, I mean, it's print to order. I'm sure they have a bajillion orders for masks coming in. So I, I so um so uh the company that makes them, I'm I'm not going to say anything bad because obviously, hey, they're making money, they're doing their thing. I'm cool with it. But then they shipped it. And on October 5th, my masks arrived in Kansas City, Missouri. On October 5th, they left Kansas City, Missouri. And they disappeared for 16 days. Finally, on October 21st, they arrived in Springfield, Missouri, and then I got them the next day. And it's like, huh, isn't that odd? Now, I'm not saying they would intentionally have my masks disappear. I'm not saying they would intentionally have mail-in ballots and absentee ballots disappear. I am saying that human nature being human nature, things can get lost. Things can disappear and become unaccounted for. And then arrive really late. So absentee ballots that uh, they, they disappeared. I don't I don't know where they went. And then magically they show up about five days after the deadline. Oh, well, I guess your votes didn't count, buddy. I apologize. Even though even though they're I mean, if, if they were postmarked properly, maybe they'll be counted. But I mean, I'm not in charge of elections. You don't want to put me in charge because, oh, look. You put an X instead of actually filling in the bubble, that vote don't count. I'm kind of a stickler for the details. But it be what it be. So uh, looking at some of the news going around, uh, this is a uh, story that really caught my attention uh, when I saw it pop up from Stripes uh, last night. Now, stripes they generally write for military. You, know, you you find their find their newspapers, you know, at chow halls and places around the world: uh, Korea, Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, where wherever you have people at where they can get to them, you can find their publication. And this is a, but apparently Donald Trump issued an executive order. Big shocker, you know, and most times. Executive orders really get under the skin of conservatives because they're being done not in a way that, well, it's executive fiat. It's, oh, we're going to create a, we're going to create this law out of whole cloth, even though that's not our job. Well, with this executive order, Donald Trump, he put a shot across the bow of the administrative state. Now, now, I know what you're asking. What's the administrative state? Well, the administrative state, these are the uh, the offices. These are, you know, DOD, uh, National Institutes of Health, a bajillion federal agencies, EPA, FBI. These are people who are 
they're not appointed positions. These are hired positions. And they have union protection. You can't just fire them for the sake of firing them. And a lot of times you really have to have due cause, not to mention a giant lengthy drawn out process in order to fire one of these people. That's the reason why you saw when the VA secretary tried to fire the administrator of a hospital because of how many times this hospital had failed cleanliness inspections. It, it, it's a veteran's hospital. How can we not expect a veteran's hospital to be a clean, healthy, safe place? Yet the union stepped in and not only was he reinstated, well, he was just moved to a job where he he was moved to an equal paying position where he was not running anything. Wait, you, you gave him a lateral promotion. Uh, it's not a promotion because now he's not in charge. Well, yet yeah, now it's a promotion because he's getting paid the same without near the responsibility. And obviously there's no accountability. So Donald Trump says, you know what? Screw this executive order. Uh, this is from that bastion of conservative news, CNN. President Donald Trump signed an executive order that appears to provide him and his agency appointees more leeway in the hiring and firing of federal employees deemed disloyal. A move critics say politicizes civil service and could lead to career officials being pushed out for political reasons. Ugh. The president has vilified some career officials as the deep state during his term and sought to rid federal government of people he views as anti-Trump. Critics warned that the order would allow president to fill the federal workforce with his cronies and reverts the country back to a spoils system. Well, okay, with political appointees, we already have that. When uh, Sally Yates, a political appointee, was refusing to obey the orders of the president, her boss, he fired her ass. Goodbye. See you. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not let the lo do not let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Get out of my FBI. That is his prerogative. In this case, these aren't political hires. These aren't political appointees. These are everyday, run-the-mill DOD workers that this would apply to. Uh, the White House says the directive will give federal agencies more flexibility to hire, quote, Schedule F, end quote, employees, but also be able to remove poor performers from these roles without going through a lengthy appeals process. Wait, you mean as opposed to McDonald's, who can fire your ass when you don't show up every day, when you don't perform the bare minimum expectations of flipping the burger or pulling the basket out of the deep fryer on time? They can fire your ass, but a federal employee who just does less than the bare minimum, squeak, just skating by, collecting that wonderful, wonderful thrift savings plan retirement and hopes to do, for, do so for the next 30 years. And that, that way he doesn't have to work from the time he's, what, 50, 55, and just whoosh, live off that pension for forever. We can't fire that guy. <laughs> I mean, there's guys in the army who I wish we could have gotten rid of because that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, uh, the pushback was fierce. The largest union for federal employees calling the order, quote, the most profound undermining of the civil service in our lifetimes, end quote. Through this order, President Trump has declared war on professional civil service by giving himself the authority 
to fill the government with his political cronies who will pledge their unwavering loyalty to him, not to America. Everett Kelly, president of the American Federation of Government Employees, said in a statement, By targeting federal, wor- federal workers, these jobs in- whose jobs involve government policies, the real-world implications of this order will be disastrous for public health, the environment, and defense of our nation, and virtually every facet of our lives. Look, to quote Joe Biden, look, we started developing a technocracy within the federal government during the early 1900s with the progressive movement where you had, you know, the technocrats, well, we know better than you, you know, we're so much more, so much more experts, the experts, you know, let the experts be in charge. Well, I'm sorry, the experts over there don't have a damn clue what's going on over here. And they have one-size-fits-all solutions that don't work. If you don't believe me, look at, say, state lockdowns in New York. What may have been appropriate for New York City, or Buffalo, or Albany, maybe not so, maybe not so much for Rochester, or, uh... A million other little New York towns. Rensselaer. I'm sure Rensselaer, New York, does not have the same demographics, was not affected in the same way as the lockdowns in New York City, even though it was a statewide thing. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, Max Steyer, head of the nonprofit Partnership for Public Service, which seeks to fix government, argued, quote, being able to place any number of existing career positions into this new Schedule F not only blurs the line between politics and the neutral competency of the career civil service, it obliterates it. End quote. Trump's executive order would also strip hundreds of thousands of federal workers of their due process rights and protections, according to Kelly. But while the order aims to make it easier to remove employees for poor performance, the White House says that the order prohibits, quote, certain personnel actions against Schedule F employees, including, quote, actions on the basis of an employee's partisan affiliation, other protected characteristics, or because of the employee status as a whistleblower, end quote, which I have not read the executive order. If this is true, that's a good thing. We don't want people fired just because. I'm a Democrat and I don't like the Republican president, but I'm still doing my job as as pursuant to my employment with the United States government. I don't want that guy fired. If he's doing his job and he's doing his job well, promote his ass. I don't care. As long as he's doing his job, if he's putting politics ahead of his job and working against directives put in place through the executive branch by the president of the United States of America, I want him gone. End of story. Uh, Kim says, it sounds like they are scared because they will be held accountable for their performance. Huh? You mean working for the federal government as a meritocracy? It's a horrible idea. Even though we have the United States military, which is 90% meritocracy. And I say 90% because you do have those times where you get those goofballs who are a detriment to society. No one wants them around, so crap. Hey, send send Specialist Higgins off to this stupid school because he'll be gone for 30 days. We want Higgins gone. And then Higgins comes back. Higgins does his own stupid bullcrap. So they send Higgins away to another school just to get rid of him. And then next thing you know, Higgins is being is being sent by the first sergeant to the promotion board because he's had all these schools. And then Higgins is a piece of crap NCO who shouldn't be there. But hey, he had all these schools. He was more, the most qualified. Like I said, there's times when the meritocracy fails. It happens. I've seen it. I've been I've been a victim of it on occasion, but is what it is. But for some reason, the the technocrats who actually make the government work, the actual bureaucrats, 
Oh, well, you don't want a meritocracy. Well, we, we want the guy who's been here for five years and, you know, he deserves the promotion because he's been here longest, even though he doesn't do anything. Why are, why are we wanting to promote those guys? Why are we wanting those guys to stay in the federal government when they don't do their jobs? Uh, the article goes on. According to the White House, the order does not impact the senior executive service. And those are the, uh, the top employees who serve just below presidential appointees. These would be your assistant FBI directors, your, uh, your, your bureaucrats who are hand-selected within the service to serve, say, uh, the attorney general, uh, the EPA director, things like that. Uh, Senior Executives Association Interim President Bob Corsi says in a statement Thursday that the executive order is, quote, nothing more than propaganda intended to further the message that career federal workers are corrupt and uh, not dedicated to serving all Americans equally. End quote. Um, That's because they don't give a damn about all Americans equally. They give a damn about themselves. When you have people who, especially... Now, I don't know other federal agencies, but I can tell you the DA doctors, you know, civilian doctors, DOD doctors who are civilians who work on army installations or uh, contracted doctors. I have seen some absolute garbage doctors who don't know their butt from a hole in the ground. They have no bedside manner. They really don't give a darn about treating a patient they care about their phony baloney jobs i wish i had a clip of governor lapetamane from blazing saddles we've got to protect our phony baloney jobs gentlemen can i get a harumph 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 i didn't get a harumph out of that guy i wish i had that clip unfortunately i didn't think about it until just now Uh, The directive also changes hiring for the roles from competitive service, which is the majority of civil service positions, to accepted service. Corsi said the order goes against research and leadership from good government groups that advocate, all right, oxymoron alert, the phrase good government groups that advocate for a increasingly merit-based and competitive workforce, and instead injects workforce with positions tied to vague performance metrics based on political talking points, blah, 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 blah. Um, Okay, so I have tried applying for federal jobs. I have played the game where I literally copy the, the position and duties and responsibilities as well as uh required you know required experience copied and pasted that from the USA jobs posting into the into my resume saying I have done X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. I have done all this. Delete the things that I can't even begin to stretch to f- fill that position. And still not gotten the job. Even the For instance, I applied to be a security guard at the hospital on Fort Leonard Wood. Now, you would think a guy who's in the infantry for seven and a half years, a guy who's had to pull security, not where, oh, there's a patient who's being disruptive in Ward 3 on the second floor. You might need to go, might need to go restrain him. Not where um, we have someone getting very violent outside and they're doing a lot of screaming, yelling. We need to, you know, detain him till the MPs get here. Actual, you know, Bubba is outside the gate shooting at you and you and your homies could die. I've done that kind of security. I've used far more complex security and surveillance systems than what that hospital has. Guess who was told that he didn't qualify for the job because he didn't have, quote, the requisite experience, end quote. I mean, they say 
It's competitive? No, it's not. It's not competitive at all. You you have people who get jobs on, on military installations because they just actually happen to know the person in charge of hiring. Hey, you go on USA Jobs, do X, Y, and Z. It will go through. It'll come to me. I'll get you hired. I know what you're thinking. Oh, that doesn't happen. Bull crap. It's, it's the old saying. It's not what you know. It's who you know. And even... And it's ridiculous. Uh, Congressional Democrats decried the move, suggesting that Trump's goal is to push out the nation's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, whom he's been critical of during the coronavirus pandemic. And, okay, just because you work for a government agency doesn't necessarily mean you are the top expert. I'm sure there's lots of people who would much rather be in the, you know, the commercial world, the private sector, because it pays a crap ton more money than be in the federal sector where eh, I can just kind of, you know, whatever. I As it was pointed out during the pandemic, the good emperor... God King, Dr. Monsignor Anthony Fauci, has not treated an actual patient in 40 years. He's in an administrative job. He doesn't even do research. He signs checks. That's what he does in his role. People say he's an expert. He's a freaking Paper pusher and a rubber stamp. That's all he is. Granted, he has had a lot of experience. He's worked his way to that position. I do not doubt that one bit. However, the problem is once you get to a certain point, you are no longer doing research, you are no longer treating patients. Uh, I had a had had a lieutenant in in the United States Army who once told me that he did not ever seek any role higher than than the rank of captain or any role higher than that of a company commander, because a company commander is essentially the last level where you actually get to do things with your soldiers. You get you can train next to them. You can grow with them. You can be in combat with them. Very rarely do you see your battalion commanders, you know, lieutenant colonels, or I guess what would that be? A commander in the Navy. Whatever. Navy people and their silly ranks. Those are really the last levels uh, that you, you see getting to be with the troops. Because at some point you 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 become big picture, you're you're controlling where companies are going. You are doing the paperwork that keeps the companies in your battalion funded, so on and so forth. Regiments for you weirdo cav people. <laughs> Where's Scuba Steve? Kim wants to know. I don't know. Oh, maybe you went to bed early tonight, or may or maybe. Well. One of my listeners is a good friend. He is stationed in Washington in the Navy. His family's at home in Virginia. So he very well could have a Skype date with his wife and kids. So if he's doing that, God bless him. Enjoy time with your family, Steve. This article just goes on. A lot of, uh, ah, we have to prefer. We have to protect the technical state. We have to protect the technocracy. Because it's, I mean, it's CNN. I, and honestly, every article I found on it is pretty much more of the same. Um, I'm pretty sure if I had the ability to find something from Cato or Reason, yeah, maybe they come up with something a little bit better than, ah, 
protect the bureaucracy. And and all the other pearl clutching, hand wringing. Oh, he's going to destroy the country. When it comes to denutting the administrative state, I say go for it. If you get rid of the ability to protect people who are very crappy at their jobs for 20, 30, 40 years or until mandatory retirement, the better. And, and I'm not saying I have an issue against the the federal civilian workforce. I don't. My father-in-law, he, he worked in power purchasing on Fort Leonard Wood for 20 years. I mean, he retired from it. He was good at his job. I want those people to be there, whether it's at, you know, the CDC, whether it's uh, civilian staff at USAMRID, the National Institutes of Health, the EPA, people who actually want to make the country better. And yeah, it sucks that there's bureaucrats that, you know, bureaucrats going to bureaucrat. But if they're doing their jobs, I don't want to see them fired. Do I want them to have the power that they do? Hell no. I want them to be to make things function. Uh, the fact that we have a regulatory state that Congress has abdicated its lawmaking ability to these bodies, the EPA. The EPA can just come up with regulation out of whole cloth. It's not legislated by Congress. It's the EPA saying, ah, well. From now on, all the cars can only produce this much carbon, and and anyone who does doesn't make the cars like this, you're going to get fined. That's what we don't need. Make Congress Congress again. I have believe I've uh, tweeted at AOC. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Congresswoman AOC. I, I hate to be demeaning of her, of her. Oh, so. Oh, also important role and her title. Lady, you're not a baroness. You are the hired help. Go to Congress and legislate something that's not going to tear our country apart. How about that? That's where we should be. We need we need to have people who are reiterating to members of Congress that you're not royalty. You're not a duke. You're not a dame. You're not born into that role. You were hired by the people of your district, by the people of your state to represent them and to do their business. And if you don't want to do that, get the hell out and go home. We will uh, we will hire somebody else. Period. End of story. I will be back after this short break. This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast, and as always, stay relentless. Hired the same cardboard flavored doormat textured protein bar. How about drink mix packets for your water bottles that are full of artificial sweeteners? Tired of a whole regimen of pre workout and protein shakes for your trip to the gym? Go to builtbar.com for their selection of great tasting protein bars, built boost energy drink mixes, and built go energy gels. Built Bar offers 18 delicious flavors of protein bars with only four to five net carbs for you keto dieters, six flavors of Built Boost Energy Drink Mix, and three flavors of Built Go Energy Gel. Built Bars are made in America using real ingredients like honey and dark chocolate. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code RELENTLESS to save 10% and let them know you heard about them from Relentless Daring. All right, getting back into it. Ooh, had to take a little breather. I got a little worked up on that last one. Um, so all the polls, 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 polls. 
if you listen to 538, if you listen to CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, and all the other crazy people, ah, Donald Trump, yeah, Donald Trump, oh, it's so bad. Well, I was looking at the most recent polling data come out of Trafalgar. And those of you who don't know, Trafalgar is eh, probably a little more right-leaning of a pollster. But in 2018, they were the most accurate pollster. In 2016, they were the most accurate pollster. So they've got some track record to them. But if you you look at them, Donald Trump has a much higher chance of winning. Uh, Even their director has said he believes Donald Trump is going to win. And I was looking at their polls, and I went to uh, 272win.com. I checked out their interactive map, and I started, okay, well, this district 10... Like Nebraska has multiple districts. Maine has multiple districts. They're weird. They split up their electoral votes, but hey, yay federalism. They were told you can set up your elections and we're doing it this way. Oh my gosh. I just realized that there are people looking at the screen. They're watching on YouTube and realize that the, that my title f- Screen was still up. No, you look like an idiot. Where the hell is my producer? You're fired! Oh, anywho, with all these with all these polls coming out, like right now, there, there's a lot of the, the 538 is still saying that, ah, oh, Arizona's a swing state. Trafalgar has Trump up by a handy, handy margin, like well outside the margin of error. Um... Kim says, am I doing a live show on YouTube now? No, I'm not. I am filming it, and it will be on YouTube. Thank you for asking. That's if it will load. YouTube has been kind of fussy the last few days trying to do the video uploads. I mean, running for several hours, and then, oh, you've uploaded 2% of your video. Good job. Yeah, thanks. But anyways, looking at the, uh, the Trafalgar group, and adjusting some of these swing, swing states or the two close call states for what polling data is actually showing, whether it be early voting uh, exit polls and this and the other, I did some did some changes. Yeah, Lady Die is telling me to use Rumble. I've been trying to upload stuff to Rumble, and Rumble is being hateful. I'm not trying to disparage them. Hopefully, I can make it work. We'll see what happens. But um, working on all that, putting everything together and adjusting the, the map based off of what is being shown right now across the polls, I'm getting Donald Trump 276 to Joe Biden 260 on the Electoral College. Now, and that's close. Now, don't get me wrong. Even on Trafalgar, some of these, some of their uh, states like Pennsylvania and Michigan, yes, they are going to Donald Trump, or excuse me, uh, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Michigan is actually trending towards Trump on Trafalgar. But even Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, they're still within margin of error. It could go the other way on election day. And even depending on how many Republicans actually mailed in votes versus having to go versus going, choosing to go in and vote in person. But there's some more interesting polls coming out. Um, this is from Western Journal. A new poll, Trump's black voter approval nearly doubles in just three days. Ah. A new survey found that President Donald Trump's approval rating among likely, it's important in polling, the likely voters versus registered versus adults. Among likely black voters skyrocketed between Monday and Friday of this week. The results of Rasmussen Report's daily presidential approval rating tracking poll found that Trump's approval amongst black voters went from 25% on Monday to 46% on Friday. Trump's approval rating among this demographic actually decreased to 24% on Tuesday. Three days later, it had nearly doubled to 46%. The president's overall approval rating was at 51% on Friday. 
which how do you have a president, a sitting president with a 51% approval rating, yet you have people, you have all these polls showing that the president is going to lose the election. It makes no sense to me. But hey, what do I know? I'm just some grunt. Uh, quote, daily tracking results are collected via telephone surveys of 500 likely voters per night and reported on a three-day rolling average basis, according to Rasmussen. The margin of sampling error for the full sample of 1,500 likely voters is a plus-minus 2.5 percentage points with a 95% level of confidence. Uh, considering the historical support for Republican presidential candidates among black voters, if the results are anywhere close to accurate, and Rasmussen does have a good track record. The Democratic presidential nominee, Joe Biden, is in big trouble. Uh, the support of black voters is crucial for Democrats, and without the vast majority that support, without the vast majority of that support, Biden's campaign is sunk. Uh, last month, Gallup reported Trump's support is up among black Americans from 2016, although pollster didn't although the pollster didn't find that support anywhere near the 46% approval rating figure reported by Rasmussen. Gallup reported that, quote, aggregated data from polls conducted July 30th to August 12th, August 31st to September 13th, showed Trump approval, a rough surrogate for likelihood to vote for Trump, at 11% among black Americans with disapproval at 87%. End quote. Uh, for context, the pollster further noted the Democratic candidate for president over the five presidential elections since 2000 has averaged 91% of the black vote with an 8% on average going to the Republican candidate. Uh, Trump won the 2016 election with an estimated 8% of the black vote. So even if Gallup's aggregate showing a 3% point increase to 11 is accurate, the president has already made large inroads with black voters. Uh, Trump has courted black voters since his first presidential campaign and has worked hard while in office to go to bat for the black community, which we saw this when, you know, prior to COVID and governors killing jobs and closing down businesses that took a much greater, much greater effect on minority communities than it did on suburban white communities. Donald Trump had achieved a record low African-American and Hispanic unemployment rate. Yet, he's an awful racist because he hates these people, which, yes, he is an awful racist if he has been so beneficial to people he supposedly hates. Hmm. Politico reported that in 2019, the Trump campaign shocked some black Florida residents by advertising in the Westside Gazette, a black-owned Broward County newspaper. Gazette publisher Bobby Henry told Politico, I thought it was quite abnormal. For Trump to reach out to the broader African-American community is what surprised me. Yes, because Republicans are horrible at reaching out to uh, communities they think they're not going to win. Ah! Yes. Pittsburgh's a lost cause. All the union and Democrats and progressives there. Why, why, why go to Pittsburgh? You know, we'll go to Lancaster. You know, we'll win the Amish vote. For Trump, uh, under the Trump administration, black unemployment reached historically low levels prior to the arrival of coronavirus pandemic. And the president has proudly touted his actions to provide funding for to historically black colleges and universities, the HBCUs. <laughs> Kim says, I don't think those people know what racism means. I believe you're correct, because everything is racist. Oh, Trump was also the first successful, was also successful in signing into law the Bipartisan Criminal Justice Reform First Step Act in 2018 which aims to reduce prison populations and rehabilitate convicted felons. Now, there are people who, on my side of the aisle, who are not particularly thrilled with the First Step Act. They call it jailbreak. But, again, it is a first step, especially if you can get towards, you know, 
finding ways to actually rehabilitate people instead of just locking them away from society, then you might actually get somewhere in lowering crime with the prison system. Instead, we lock people away for 10, 15 years. We don't do anything with them. If they get their GED, it's not because of a prison program to help them get their GED. They decided to go ahead and do it on their own because, hey, I've got the time while I'm in stir. Uh, Trump sparred with Biden over criminal justice during Thursday's debate in Tennessee. Trump hit Biden hard for his support of crime legislation in the 80s and 90s that critics say disproportionately targeted black Americans. I don't even know why it says critics, because the numbers are pretty cold and pretty hard. There, there is nothing. There, there's nothing there that is suggestive. Well, you know, maybe if we if we interpret interpret the numbers in just such a way, uh, it will, you know, you make it look bad. It's like no, the numbers are there. <laughs> African Americans and Hispanics were disproportionately hit hard under that legislation. Quote, you put tens of thousands of mostly young black young men, young black young men in prison, Trump told Biden. Uh, Trump also laid into Biden for not working hard enough on the issue of criminal justice reform during his eight years as vice president. Perhaps Thursday's debate and Trump's record with black Americans endeared the president to the all-important voting bloc. Do you think President Donald Trump will be reelected? If the Rasmussen survey is indeed accurate, Trump's debate performance proved to be to a great many black Americans that while Democrats have talked about improving their lives for decades. Through the help of government handouts. What greater bribe to get people to vote for you. Than through government handouts, free money, free food. Just saying. The president was successful in making his case that he's been a true ally to the black community. And you look at for 40 years prior to becoming president of the United States, before coming down that stair, that gold escalator in 2015, you, Donald Trump was mentioned a lot in black culture. You know, be it movies, be it songs, be it you name it. Donald Trump was never referenced in a negative light. In rap music, in black comedies and black dramas and all this. I mean. Would he have been side by side with Oprah Winfrey? The track suited. Reverend Al Sharpton, if he was a horrible racist? I don't think so. Just a reminder, as Rasmussen pointed out in December 2016, its, quote, final poll was the closest among all pollsters who correctly picked Hillary Clinton to win the popular vote, end quote, in that year's presidential election. The Real Clear Politics polling average prior to the election showed Clinton up by 3.3 percentage points in the days leading up to the election. Rasmussen held Clinton by just 1.7 points, and she eventually won the popular vote by 2.1 points while losing the Electoral College. Blah, 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 blah. And even then, with all this stuff, was doing my research, there was a uh, an Australian article. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm getting story news stories from Australia because... Our news sucks. Where the author of the article couldn't help but wonder why so many uh, pundits are saying Donald Trump is at risk of losing. Because if you go based off U.S. history and economics and the visible, visible enthusiasm for Donald Trump, there is no reason why he shouldn't. There's no reason why he should not win. And I saw a similar article from India. Why is it the Americans can't seem to find out, you know, come to draw a conclusion that the foreign press can figure out? Kim Kim says, at least Trump's not like Joe. 
If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. <laughs> Biden crime family. Ah! Oh, ah, hitting all the wrong buttons. No, you look like an idiot. Damn you, producer. And one more story before I get out of here. This is one that I thought was kind of funny. Um, so over the last couple of years with all these shenanigans and brouhaha going down, Boogaloo, Boogaloo Boys, B-O-I-S, has been kind of floating around as a meme on the interwebs, usually about, well, getting ready to take the guns, here come the Boogaloo Boys. Woo, let's Boogaloo. You know, kind of poking fun at militias and taking a satirical spin of, yeah, don't make us. Well, it's an interesting interesting topic here. Boogaloo suspect arrested for Hamas terrorist links and had said, we're on your side. A self-described member of the anti-government Boogaloo Boys group, which again, the Boogaloo Boys who are, you see, making memes... (laughs) Would the poor boys be part of that? No, the poor boys are on my menu the next time I go to New Orleans. Ah, poor boys. Uh, Let's see. Arrest over an alleged plot to provide support to Hamas had once justified his protest action in, in an interview in June where he had said his aim was to defend people. On Thursday, Benjamin Ryan Teeter, 22, was arrested along with Michael Robert Solomon, 30, to face federal charges of attempting to provide material support to a designated foreign terrorist organization. (laughs) Assistant Attorney General John Demers for the National Security Division said that the pair had sought to use violence against the authorities and had met with people they believed to be part of Hamas, quote, thinking they share the same desire to harm the United States, end quote. They sought to join forces and provide support, including in the form of weapons accessories to Hamas. They failed, end quote. Demmer said in a statement released by the Department of Justice. The Boogaloo Boys are a loosely connected group which holds violent anti-government sentiments. Huh. Who else holds anti-government sentiments and are loosely connected? Um, thinking some black bloc, maybe some anarchist signs. They claim to be anti-fascist. I, 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 uh, I can't even think about it. I, I, I can't put, I can't put my finger on it. In an interview, oh, no, members hold varying degrees of extreme beliefs, with some espousing white supremacist views and others claiming to be radically libertarian. Now, the ones who claim to be radically libertarian, I'm thinking they're more likely to be your uh, your actual boogaloo boys because they're the ones going, listen, we, we understand that we need to have a government, right? The problem is y'all overstepping your bounds. And we about to put you back in your place, son. That's the ones I'm thinking about, not the ones who are uh, the government should be used to oppress all the black people and the Jews, not the ones saying, get rid of the whole government, screw them all! Uh, in an interview with June in, with CNN in June, Teeter described how he made the trip from min- to Minneapolis from his home in North Carolina with the aim of protecting protesters from police abuse and white supremacists during unrest in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. Ah. Teeter said that he is a non-voting left anarchist and a member of the LGBT community, adding, people think I'm part of a Nazi group. I'm not. If people are going to initiate deadly force against us, we need to be willing and able to initiate deadly force in return, Teeter said. We are very careful to make sure that people realize that we are on their side. We are here to defend them. Once people realize that we are on their side and we are here to protect them, everybody has been, almost everybody, has been very happy to have us here. 
he told CNN. <laughs> oh. Is de Blasio part of the Boogaloo Boys because he's oppressing the Jews? I would imagine so, uh, but he's not anti-government because, you know, he believes in the power of the state and he's a stark and, you know, uh, Warren Wilhelm Jr. is a stark raving statist and he's a commie. Just ask the uh, just ask the Sandinistas about the support he gave back in the 80s before changing his name to to be more socially acceptable in New York City. The FBI started probing the teeter and Solomon in May following the civil unrest in the Twin Cities in the wake of the Floyd killing. A witness had told police that Solomon and Teeter possessed a big stock of firearms and ammunition and had been discussing with other group members committing acts of violence against the police. Huh. The pair were recorded saying that Hamas, the Palestinian Sunni Islamic fundamentalist or militant group, shared their anti-U.S. government views and said they could act as mercenaries for the group to raise funds, according to a criminal complaint. They told an undercover FBI agent whom they thought was a senior Hamas figure. <laughs> How stupid do you have to be? How they wanted to destroy government monuments, radio white, white supremacist organization in North Carolina, and targeting politicians and members of the media. Obviously a bunch of crazy right-wingers. Or at least that's what the media would have you believe. Oh boy, so much to unpack with that and so little time. It is time to wrap it up. Again, to those of you who attended the listening session there in the chat room, checking out live, thank you so very much for doing so. Appreciate it greatly. Uh, to everyone who's listening on demand, thank you so very much. I appreciate all of the uh, support you're giving. Be sure to check out Built Bar, a great company. Plus, I want my money. Um, it means a lot to me to have start having people step up. Um, also, if you listen to this live, wait till tomorrow when my interview with Andrew Heaton. Yes, Andrew Heaton from formerly of The Blaze with There's Something Off with Andrew Heaton, currently of uh, The Political Orphanage currently of alienating the audience that Andrew Heaton, the possessor of what used to be one of John Stossel's Emmy Awards. Yes, that's right. I had a wonderful opportunity to sit down earlier this week and chat with him. Uh, there's about a half hour bonus interview that will be publishing tomorrow. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. Check that out. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure to have Andrew come on and do the show with me. Um, especially he had to shoehorn me in between Joe Jorgensen, the Libertarian Party presidential candidate, and that Justin Robert Young guy from Politics, Politics, Politics. Um, again, he made the time to sit down and chat with me. It was a great experience getting to talk with him. Hopefully get to do some more conversations with him after all this election shenanigans are done with. Um, great just check it out. Great interview with him. Very insightful. And the fact that he was sitting and talk with a big dummy like me, absolutely amazing. Um, check it out. And again, if you're listening to this on Apple, do me a favor. Well, really, it's four favors. Four, four little favors. Number one, subscribe. If you haven't already, subscribe. Then you get the updates every time the podcast posts. Number two, rate it. Five stars. So I'm asking five little stars, not much. Number three, write a nice review. That way, when it pops up that, oh, you might like this show, people will look at the reviews and go, oh, everyone seems to like this show. Except for that one guy. I don't know what his problem is, but that one guy really did not seem to like it. And finally, the last little thing, share it with your friends. Send it out to someone you like, someone who you think will, will enjoy what I have to say. Maybe they agree with me. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just, uh, maybe let's listen and go, <laughs> this guy's a nut, but you know what? God bless him. Send it to someone who you know it will piss off because spreading a hate and discontent is one of my favorite things in the world. 
either way, I'm happy with it. Again, thank you so much. Thank you so very much for listening. Tune in next week. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.